How does your hair change in the summer and what do you do to maintain it? I guess I just cut it shorter. Well, I've been watching it. My agent bought me Nioxin to make my hair thicker because he thought I was balding. I recently started putting in like product into my hair because I realized that my hair is starting to do this thing that 22-year-old Matt didn't have to deal with. The type of hat I wear maybe or something changes or you know the overall dryness or humidity of it. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Hey guys, Brittany here and welcome to Undressed. Now, I've been thinking a lot about what's going on north of your nose. So it's summer, it's hot, and that always begs a what should I change my haircut to question. So I thought I'd call up our friends over at Blind Barber, specifically Alana Balanstrino. Now we interviewed Jeff Lobb, the founder of Blind Barber, on the second episode ever of Undressed. And I remember absolutely loving that episode, not only because he detailed his journey from beauty school dropout to opening a brand new Los Angeles location, but because he wanted to focus on how a good haircut should always make you feel. And spoiler, it should make you feel like a certified badass. And that's something I can always get behind. Now, since it's summer and most slash pretty much all hairstyles are making us feel well, hot in the in the sweaty way. I wanted to pick Alana's brain on how guys can switch up their haircut for this season and make it feel personal to them while still feeling a little cooler under this sweltering heat. So tune in to my conversation with Alana Balanstrino. Hey Alana, <laughs> thanks so much for jumping on with me today. Hey, thanks for having me. So what I really want to know is for the guys who aren't used to going to a proper barber at all, what's the biggest reason they should make the jump and try their corner barber shop, say, instead of a chain salon? Uh, I really think the difference is uh, experience. I think that people in salons often, um, they're not trained to use the clippers, uh, the buzzers, and practice is the mother of skill. And so if you're not practicing using the clippers every single day, all day, like barbers are, it's just not, you're typically not going to be as skilled at that. So barbers, you know, it's what they do. So if you're looking for that really tight fade, um, barbershops are the way to go. Yeah, it totally makes sense. I don't think, I remember the one time I tried to buzz my brother's hair. This is actually so embarrassing. <laughs> he's like, just clean up the back. I legitimately put the blade down the wrong way. And he's like, ah, after like one oh, I was like, God. what are you doing? I was like, oh, I was just like, it was a weird angle. So I just like flipped the whole apparatus around. And he was like, yeah, you super can't do that. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, they're not they're not as intuitive as you would think. Like the machines, they take they take work. Yeah, it takes understanding it. Because so. when we see you guys do it, the barbers, you're just like cranking on through, just like moving like butter. And you're like, no, this is actually very complicated. Heads are bumpy. <laughs> oh, totally. Right. They're bumpy. People move. <laughs> there's there's things happening. The, the the actual machines themselves are kind of finicky. There's a lot of factors that go into why being like repetition and practice is is important for that for that skill set. Totally. I'd love for you to walk me through the different types of hair types and how a guy with that um, kind of hair should switch up his style for summer. Person to person that really changes. Like for me, I really like, when I say person to person, I mean barber to barber. Like I really like curly texture. I like frizzy texture and like kind of wild hair. So if a guy comes in my chair, I'm going to be like, let's keep the top longer and really, really take down the sides. Like I'm going to take you shorter than I've ever taken you. Um, mm -hmm. but you know, some other barbers might be like, let's cut this off. Like this is not serving you. Let's make life easy, you know? So, mm -hmm. um, really 
for, you know, it, it, like I said, it really depends. So that's curly hair, um, straight and more straight, fine textures. Um, I, I usually do just take their hair off and they kind of want it off. They're like, I, it is too hot. I'm not into it. Especially if they have a mm. ton of just straight thick hair, they're like, get it off. And, and it looks good like that. So. Yeah. I know a lot of guys who are very sensitive about having thick hair. They're like, I love my thick hair, but it's too hot. But I'm worried if I even like thin it out or trim it, it's just never going to be thick again. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. They really, really do. I, I don't know. You know, they have, people have their fears based on like how they see their family members aging and like, you know, they, they get attached to that, but yeah, it's going to grow back. It's, it's okay. And, and also like, I, I always err on the side of caution. I'll be like, let me take off a little bit. And then we could always take more because the top takes quick to do, you know? So I'll just pass through once and I'll be like, feel that. Isn't that can't, don't you feel like you could lose a little more weight? And they're like, yes. And so, you know, we go, we go from there. So it's always okay to like take a little bit and then take a little more. I know like I have half hour appointments, so there is a limit to that, mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, you could always do little by little if you really want. That makes a ton of sense. And it's all just playing towards their natural texture. I would guess more so than saying like every person is going to come in here when it hits June 5th and get the same fade. <laughs> yes, absolutely. No, I'm always taking every single person as a new person and I look at them and their needs, not necessarily just one specific way. And depending on these guys' hair types, what kind of products should they start using or switch to when the weather does heat up? I think that if you're if if you're using that heavy, waxy uh, product that you'll see with a lot of like slick back looks, um, chances are if that's how you like your hair, you're not going to really want to change it. But that stuff melts. So like if you are use if it's like say you first started using it in the winter and then you go into the uh, the spring and you're like this this product is perfect for me and then summer comes and you're gonna notice it's gonna melt and like some people break out from that I would say if you're using that stuff maybe sacrifice the look a little bit and maybe go for something like a um, medium hold pomade or or a wax because. Yeah, those those like really, really heavy. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like, there's certain pomades that turn a little like white when you sweat or different oh, things yeah. like that. So those mm -hmm. are the only ones I've noticed. What I yeah. really have been seeing a lot of are those like kind of like sand, surf, beach sprays that come in like all different assortments. What do you think of those kind of products? Uh, I love those. They're amazing. I, I, when I was younger, I remember I used to go to the ocean with a spray bottle and fill up uh, ocean water with. With, I love it. Yes. So like the fact that you don't have to do that because that's like not sanitary at all um, <laughs> is is great. So, yeah, I I think that those are amazing and anybody can use them. It doesn't matter what texture. Those are good for literally everybody. Um, so for those sprays that they call them texturizing sprays, I know I like them because I like my hair to look messy like I haven't brushed it in a few days. So what does that kind of texturizing spray or whatever do for guys? You know, when you shampoo your hair and you get out of the shower and it's, and, and, and it dries naturally, you have no product. It's kind of fluffy. Mm -hmm. It's going to make it look like you didn't just shampoo and wash your hair. So it's not, it gives it what we call like a second or third day feel. Ah, uh, the prime feel. Having, oh yes, exactly. The prime feel without having dirty hair. Cause like, I know I wash my hair every single day just cause I don't like when my scalp feels like it's dirty. So I like, I'm very sensitive to that feeling. So mm -hmm. I just do that. So something like that, that my haircut, if you saw me, you'd be like, Oh, that's like, my hair's really, really short on top. So 
I, I don't really, I just use pomade. I use Vine Barber's pomade and it just gives, it actually gives like a similar texture to some of the sea salt sprays. Maybe I will try actually. I haven't even thought of trying a sea salt spray on the top of my hair. So. <laughs> oh, you'll have to let me know. <laughs> yeah, I, I will. I will. What are a few ways a guy can update his haircut for summer? I think that, I think that it depends on how you've been wearing your hair. Like when people come to me and they're like, I want to change and I've never seen them before. I'm like, okay, well, what's your hair like been <laughs> the past six months? And then they'll tell me and I'll be like, all right, we're going to literally do the opposite. Um, if they already have pretty short hair, I'll take them as short as they can go. I'll do what we call a skin fade. And it's amazing how that will make you look different. I mean, think about it. You always have hair on the side of your heads. Even if you keep it really short, when you have, when you're literally bald on the sides, it's a really different look and it will actually keep you cooler. Like, in the winter, I do skin fades on my, I get skin fades on myself and mm -hmm. I'm freezing. Like I, I have to wear a hat all the time when I get it, but I actually like that look. So right. it's okay. But yeah, I'll just, I'll just go extreme. You know, I'll, I'll just tell them. And I think that guys come in and they, they feel like they need to have the answers as to what they're going to do. But I think it's okay to say, look, I'm not sure. Can you, can we like explore some options? And the barber should be able to give you a couple different options. Absolutely. And you're looking at faces all day and face shapes. So you know yeah. what kind of style would work best for different bone structures or hair types. So I would oh, always suggest that they're coming in with, with more of an open mind than a, than a set structured idea. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think having trust in your barber and and yeah, knowing that they see this all day, every day, and and we have a certain level of, of understanding of that. So yeah. here's, a, here's a big one. Is shorter for summer always better? I would like to say yes to that because it does cool you down, as I said, but I'm currently growing the top of my hair. So I'm like, mm, you know, I just feel like whatever feels good, you know, like do what feels good for you. Like if your hair's long right now and you're feeling yourself, like keep it long. It's okay. You know, like <laughs> I love that. Put it back and and that's that. So that's really usually my answer is do what feels good. In New York, it's like it's super humid in Florida. In New York, also there's like the elements. It's like just dirty here. Mm. So so yeah, you just gotta like get it off. So yeah. Um, although I do have clients who are like, I haven't sh shampooed my hair in six months, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> and you're like, well, okay, it looks fine. Okay. <laughs> fine what's Thank that smell you. wait just kidding yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> they're so proud of it I'm like okay no and, and truthfully but I say that because truthfully you can't really tell like it kind of looks like they haven't washed their hair in like three days so there is yeah. something to be said for like not actually it's not that they don't wash it they just don't shampoo it yeah and if a guy really is going short for summer he's committing but he wants to keep his fall winter cut and is worried about it growing back what do you usually say to reassure him uh, you know, I just, if someone really is concerned about that, I won't take it as short as maybe I would have. Like I, I buzzed my hair last summer and I was like, whatever, it'll grow back. It took forever to grow back. So I just wouldn't like buzz their head or, mm -hmm. uh, it does. Yeah. So a half inch a month. So if they, if it's the beginning of summer, you know, three months, it's an inch and a half on, on short hair, an inch and a half, it's kind of a lot. So yeah, I would just reassure them like, you're all good. It'll poke out of your beanie. Don't worry. It'll poke out of your beanie. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Fine. It's so funny. I think that science has just not figured out how fast hair grows, despite what anyone says. I've seen all of the things like, oh, if you cut it every month, it'll grow like X amount. Or if you just don't wash it, it'll grow X amount. And you're like, I don't, I think it's just different person to person. It really, really, it's approximately half inch, but I have people who come every two weeks and I'm like, you, your hair grows so fast. You're scaring me right now. <laughs> like what so, vitamins are you taking? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's approximately half inch a month. 
how can a guy make his haircut more unique to him? Because from, from a girl, when I see them all like, oh, it's a high and tight, it's a fade. But I know there's so many different elements. So I'd be interested in hearing what are, what are a few of your favorite ways? This might not make sense just visual to visualize, but I love changing out the shape of how I do the fade. So like a high and tight, the fade is really dark, really high. Like there's a lot of skin showing mm-hmm. and then there's like a dark line on top. Like you could take that dark line that kind of, sh- that kind of, um, sits on different parts of the head in different ways. Um, that's like to the naked eye, no one's going to notice it. But when you're getting the same short haircut all the time, it really does make you feel unique. Like I'll take it and I'll make it really low in the back. So there's a lot of like, um, there's a lot of darkness in the back of the hair that can just like, sometimes I'll, Ooh, sometimes I'll put the, um, the shape into a V in the back. And that's like, that's like something that people love. Um, um, other than that, like, so, so yes, so that's what I'll say. Like for me, I change up like the way the shape of the fade goes, but sometimes I'll just do like a couple lines in the hair or mm-hmm. I'll make it like a little asymmetrical or something like that. Or actually not a little asymmetrical because that looks like a mistake, but I'll make it actually asymmetrical. Um, totally. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so, um, that's like, those are, those are ways. It's, it's hard. I'll be honest. It's hard to get like a, un- you know, have a unique short haircut, but like I said, there are little ways. There are but I think ways. you can always tell when someone has like an intentional haircut versus like this is just what I got, like, number seven at this, like, hairstylist chain. Like, that's what they do on everyone. Like, I think no matter what, even if you don't, you can't pinpoint it with your naked eye, like, you know when someone has a distinct style in their hair. Oh, you're so right about that. You really can tell, especially around Brooklyn. Like, it's, I mean, that's why the blind barber does so well, because people really want to look like they're intentionally mm-hmm. having a style. And, yeah, even keeping it, even not high and tight, that's like, you are intentionally keeping your hair real short, real clean, and like looking sharp. So this last little section, I want to do more of a quick hit and get your stance on a few things. First up, it's shampoo and conditioner combos. This is going to sound crazy, but I use head and shoulders every day. I met this guy with the most long, beautiful, luscious hair I've ever seen. It was at a blind barber pop-up and he was like selling Dickies or something. (laughs) And I was like, excuse me, what, your hair is gorgeous. What do you use? And he goes, I've used head and shoulders my entire life. And I was like, okay. And that was two years ago and I've used it every day since. So, um, it sounds crazy, but it just like keeps my hair really like chill and I like never have any scalp problems. And, um, I think using that, I don't know why it doesn't, what I find it doesn't strip the hair. Oh, so that brings me to the next point. Please do, please try to find things that do that, uh, don't strip the hair. I don't want to talk. Can I talk bad about a brand? You can. I can. Okay. Um, herbal essences and, uh, Pantene, they tend to really strip the hair. So, um, what does stripping the hair mean? Oh, okay. Good. Uh, It it takes all of the oils out that are actually good for your hair. So it, they, they must use a detergent, uh, that doesn't distinguish between what can stay and what needs to leave. Um, and it just takes away any any oil, good or bad. Yeah, and well, it, and it's good to know. Dry. Yeah, it leaves the hair really dry. And um, some people love it though. Jill, don't get me wrong. You know, I do know clients who are like, I've also like your hair's great. What do you use? Oh, herbal essences. You know, so yeah, it really does change. Um, the other thing I can really I want to make sure I add is um, massaging the hair. Even if you don't shampoo massage your scalp. Um, that's great for circulation and general scalp health. So, so even just take like 30 seconds. Um, and if you're not actually using shampoo, just run your, the tips of your finger fingers all throughout your hair. 
Also, it feels great. <laughs> it's, it's an amazing, it doesn't feel quite like when someone else does it, but it feels really good. Totally. Um, and then conditioner, just make sure you stay away from your roots because uh, that can just get on your scalp and make it extra oily. And then that's going to make you feel like you need to shampoo more and then you'll shampoo and it'll dry it out. So <laughs> it's just a vicious just cycle. cycle. <laughs> yeah. It's not, it's not the best. So how many times a week should somebody wash their hair? I think it really depends on your own preference. I think that if you're going to, if you want just a direct answer, uh, every, every other day would be best. Um, but if every two or three days feels good for you, that's cool too. Uh, even once a week, like I said, if, and that's shampooing, washing your hair, rinse it every day because again, you have, there's elements in the air, pollution. Um, it's good to get it wet. And then again, massaging it is, is, um, also good. What about dying away premature gray? Um, I love gray hair. I think it's so sexy and beautiful. So I don't know. I don't know why. I, I just don't recommend that. I think just letting it letting it be is is the best. The next one, Vin Diesel, which is shaving your head bald. So many guys that come in and they tell me, please let me know if it's time for me to shave my head. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> so funny that there's just like an overall, like, is it's time. <laughs> they're so, they're so cute. And they really do put their trust in me. And I, I honestly have said, okay, it's time. And, um, it really varies for everyone. Cause there's different balding patterns. Like some balding patterns actually can just be taken down pretty short. Like mm-hmm. the number, what we call number two. Um, and, and that can be enough. And there's a little fuzz there. So you still feel like you have hair. Um, the complete bald, I, I think that, um, you know, you just, you, you have a talk with your barber, you look in the mirror, you say, are we ready? And you just do it. But to be honest, it's not the, it's not a bad idea. Like most people can get away with it. Mm -hmm. And, and often uh, I will say the look of a bald head and a beard is really good luck. Which brings me to my last one, Vin Diesel, just for the hell of it, just because you like the look of baldness. (laughs) Yeah, I think, I think it's nice. I think that um, it shows confidence. Like, I feel like you, someone walks in with just a bald head, you turn your head. You're like, damn, yeah, exactly. what is that? You know, in, in a good way. So I think that I'm supportive. If people are just like, let's shave it off. I'm like, yes, let's do it. But you just have to know if you do want to grow it back, uh, it takes a lot, a long time. <laughs> yeah. That one would be rough. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's, there's so many good takeaways here about just really having a conversation with your barber and having a conversation with a barber that knows what they're doing makes the biggest difference overall. Because I think, I think there's a lot of things guys can do with their hair that they might not even be aware of yet. Definitely. Trust it, putting trust in your barber. And if you don't find one, if you don't like someone, stop going to them. You know, just like find someone new. It's okay. <laughs> well, thank you so much for hopping on with me. And I'll talk to you soon. Yes, thank you so much. Bye. All right, bye-bye. And that's the show. Thanks for listening, y'all. Please, please, please subscribe. Write a review, a really nice one. Like us, tweet us, call us, beep us, you know. It really does help us get found by more great folks like you. And this podcast was produced by Patina Campamanas with editorial oversight by Megan Collins. I'm Brittany Hammonds, and thank you for tuning in to Undressed.